Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans, welcome to our favorite edition of the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. I'm Jay Tilly. And we are we are being graced by the presence of drum roll, please. <laughs> No, we're not going to say, let's get ready to. Nope. We are joined by none other than George's own, the tickler, Mr. Jeremy. Welcome, sir. Welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. Remember 22. How are you, sir? Uh, I am doing good. I'm glad to be here again. Um, yeah. I'm not <laughs> you know that tickler's going to stick. No. Uh, my podcast, when I start my own podcast, the tickler will not be my name. I will not be signing on with the, the Georgia tickler. I'm sorry. That's not happening. Very well. But Very it might well. be in all of his ACAST documents. It may or may not be. It may or may not say hosted by the tickler and Jay Tilly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if I got stuck with Jay Tilly, I mean. <laughs> sorry about that. No, but to uh, to everyone who's joining us here today. <laughs> Thank you so much to the uh, Fantasy Sports Corp for giving us this platform. To uh, all of our motivators that uh, are out there and up there for getting us to put this together. Thank you so much. We are uh, lucky to have Jeremy here with us today, who has some has some pretty good 
um, base knowledge on what we're going to talk about. And, uh, you know, before we get started, JT has some disclaimers before we uh, get going. But yeah, for sure. uh, We're appreciative of, of your time, Jeremy. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for those of you uh, who are on the fantasy fantasy sports court right now, don't adjust your calendars. It is a, it is on a Monday. We're not typically here live Uh, on Mondays. However, uh, we've agreed with, we we've talked to them. They're cool with us doing our live show, which we typically just do on our podcast. Uh, So we are going to do it live here. The disclaimers being none of us are licensed professionals. None of us uh, are, uh, in any way, don't don't take what we're saying is like, oh, you know, those guys said it's okay to do blank, blank, blank. We're not professionals in any way. Uh, we all have our own experiences, things we've been through, uh, life in general, and we kind of want to get together. If this is your first time here in our 22nd show, we just come together, kind of tell some of our stories if we feel like it. We never force anybody to talk that don't doesn't that don't want to talk. That's what I was going to say. That does not want to talk, and. Uh, this, uh, if you're used to our lighthearted cutting up about wrestling, this is not always that way. We do try to keep it a little lighthearted. We'll, we'll make jokes about the tickler or, uh, you know, those kind of things, but it can get pretty deep. Um, you know, so there are some sensitive subjects. So if you're triggered by suicide talks or anything like that, just a heads up that we could go down those road and we could talk about some of that. Matter of fact, one of the things I have to share this time, uh, I, it's weird. I always tend to start these. But we do it on the 22nd because, on average, 22 veterans uh, commit suicide daily. And I've always thought, man, that's a that's a crazy statistic. Well, I had lunch with a fellow vet uh, this weekend, and come to find out, somebody in his unit committed suicide last weekend. And I'm just like, holy cow, man! Like, I knew it happened when I was on because you know, I, I when one of the jobs I had, I took those reports and I had to do the reports, and sometimes I was the first contact for some of these people. And would have to, you know, let our commanders know and our security forces know. So I knew it happened a lot. I knew it happened overseas a lot, especially, you know, in in theater sometimes. But this guy or girl, I didn't get much information. You know, I didn't want to pry too much, but was uh, a drill status. So one week in a month, warrior came out to do their business. I guess got some not so good news while they were on on the base. Went back to their hotel room and decided that was enough. They weren't they weren't going to take it anymore. So. It just goes to show that it's not just retired veterans that are doing it. It is active duty or drill starters or reserves or whatever the case is. So it's something we take very seriously. We talk about it because no matter who you are, you're loved. We all go through stuff. We've all been through stuff. And hearing that it happened just so recently to someone that, you know, I, I, I know personally his, you know, someone in his unit. So it, it happens. And we just want to make sure that this is a platform we talk about it at the end of the show. We'll probably recap it again. But if you have any any kind of distress, 988, if you're in crisis, 988, they'll help you. Even if you're not in crisis, 988 is a good number if you just need some support. Uh, again, we're not professionals, but they are. They can deal with those things. They'll be able to talk you through whatever's going on. But it just goes to show that it, it happens, and it happens a lot. 22 a day is the average. So, you know, this is near and dear to our heart. We love wrestling. And we love our vets, and we think everybody should deserve, and everybody's loved, needs to be watching wrestling. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I just, you know, the three of us on this camera right now have all been through stuff. Hell, as as much as like this week with some stuff going on. So, just keep that in mind. If you're listening, if you're seeing this, 
uh, if you want to reach out to us just to kind of, hey, thanks for talking, or hey, can I come on your show? I want to talk. Uh, hit us up on our socials, No Shave Man Cave. With that, I'll kind of give it over to Jeremy. He's kind of our on-site expert, I want to say. Uh, he does a lot of peer counseling and working in the field. For those that don't know from previous, he is a suicide survivor uh, attempt. So, um, you know, so if you want to hear that story, you can go back into our podcast and listen to it. I'm not going to not gonna have him rehash it, but it's kind of a continuation having him on and talking through some of the coping mechanisms and things that he has seen in his job. And and we kind of come on here and talk about, you know, our things too. So that was my, well, that's good here. All right. Um, yeah. Like, uh, thank you. And um, like, like Jay said, um, we're not professionals. Um, I'm not licensed. I like to say, I don't have the alphabet soup after my name. Um, I do work in the field, um, mostly in social services, but I do work with people with mental illness and substance abuse problems. Um, I have faced suicide both personally and professionally. Um, I have lost clients. Um, I've lost people I know. Um, and I've, I've fought an uphill battle against mental illness my whole life. So um, anything I share is from my own personal experiences. I try not to share other people's stories because that's their story. Um, like Jay just did, I may give you a brief overview of something I've experienced, but ultimately someone's story is their own and they should tell it. Um, this is, uh, this has been an interesting week for me, um, or past couple weeks for me. So, um, yeah, I've been struggling with some, um, some depression lately. Um, trying to stay motivated, stay positive, not the, the negative self-talk invade my thinking. Um, and it's a, it's a daily chore. Um, I'm pushing hard on self-care. Um, I go to, I talk to my therapist every week and, uh, it's, it's always a battle. So if you are struggling, um, know that you're not alone, that there are people countless people around the world right now struggling just like you. Their story may not be the same, but they may have have some things in common with you and you'll never know if you don't reach out. So please reach out for help. 988, like Jay said, um, go online, look at your local community. Uh, there's an organization called NAMI. Um, they're a great resource there throughout the U.S. I don't know if they're global or not. Um, but they're a wonderful resource for getting you connected with, with help. Um, but yeah, so uh, we just, we I don't necessarily have a, a theme or a specific thing to talk about this week. Um, but I would say um, one of the things that I've been struggling with is, is grief. Um, hmm. Grief's been hitting me hard the last couple of weeks. Um I feel you I, big time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jason and I lost uh, a very good friend. And if you go back to some of the, like the very first one of these, January 22nd, when we did this, um, you'll hear us talk about him a lot. Um, not to suicide, thank God. Um, but we did lose him recently. And he's our age. He was 45 years old and gone like that. And um, struggling with that grief has been hard. 
Um, and then on top of that, I lost my dad just a little over two years ago to COVID. Um, and that, that's been on my mind a lot lately too. Um, I found myself just talking to the two of them while I'm driving. So I do a lot of driving for my job. Um, a lot of driving. <laughs> um, so I found myself just when I'm in the car and just found myself having conversations with them and just wishing I could hear what they have to say, what they think, what they feel. Um, I could really use our buddy Rob's input right now as I'm trying to prepare for a wedding. And <laughs> yeah, those are always fun. I'm sure he would have had something fun to tell me. Uh, <laughs> he always had a good story. Um, yep. and I wish I had my dad for advice and, so um struggling with grief is is like an ongoing thing it's never something that just goes away and when you're dealing with with mental illness whether you are dealing with mental illness or not um there are so many different stages of grief um and it can grief itself can cause depression so I want to hear like, and, and I do want to also say that grief isn't always loss of someone you love. It isn't always a death. Um, you know, a loss of a relationship can be a cause for grief. Um, a friendship that ends a romantic relationship that ends, um, a parent that leaves, uh, Lord knows I see that at work. So many people that, that, had a parent walk out on them when they were young and they're living with that trauma now and they can barely function. They, they don't know how to deal with certain things because they never had that parent in their life. So, um, yeah, grief, grief's, grief's crazy, man. Cause it'll hit you whenever too, you know, it's, it's one of those things that like, you think, Oh, I'm good. I'm in a good place. And like you said, your dad was two years ago and it's smacking you this week. And it's ironic that, uh, like last week I was having a real issue with Rob. I was like, man, like I miss that dude right now. And it's been what, six months. And I still, and it's, so I've also started recently seeing a counselor or well, yeah, started very recently. And, you know, one of the things we've talked about is trauma too, and how his passing was a trauma in my life, which I didn't think about it that way, but there's like survivor's guilt involved in it because like, I'm like, man, I should have seen it coming. I should have known he was sick or whatever. So it's just, it's really hard hitting to hear you say that. Cause like, I feel you, I'm going through it too. And it's just like, man, like you just never know when it's going to hit you. It's crazy. And the, the physiological effects it has on you, the depression, the, the not being able to sleep at night. Cause you're thinking about it or, you know, not not being able to be there to support your other friends or whatever they're going through your family it's just it's one of those things that grief's a killer man it's a bitch for sure yeah, i imagine you, uh, you had said something um jt had said something i think it was yes or today i think it was today where um you know in a lot of friend groups every every friend group plays a role that's significant. And, you know, if it's a, a triad, so there's three of you, dyad, there's two, whatever. He's um, getting fancy with the terms. Yeah, hey, you know, I had to Google the, the triad one. I thought it was a finishing move, but, uh, <laughs> but the, <laughs> but the um, you know, JT checked in on me not that long ago, and it was extremely timely. 
And, um, you know, we were talking about seeing counselors and stuff. And um, I look forward to when I'm going to see mine. Like, okay, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff. I, you know, I am drinking a lot. I'm not drinking a lot. I am sleeping. I'm not sleeping. And then you talk about like some of the physiological stuff. Like I used to uh, feel it coming and I would look around, make sure I was sort of in a safe place. And it was like this overwhelming desire to cry. And there was no rhyme or reason. It could have been a Kleenex commercial. It could be, you know, something on the screen. And I'm, you know, not exactly like there were certain TV shows that I don't know if it was like the background music or the setting or what was going on. It Door of the just, Explorer. Yes. I would just be <laughs> like, all right, I got to. I got to get up. Uh, there must be, I must be allergic to something in the room. <laughs> Somebody's and got would, onions. Yeah. I would go just let it rip. And uh, I don't know if it was from burnout, from depression, anxiety, uh, a combination of everything, but feeling that subside um, has given me like clarity in life you know, like when I look at things or the way I look at things mostly probably and being more open and engaging with, you know, with my, my coworkers or my friends or, um, you know, people that I come in contact with not every day, but, you know, frequently. So it's, it's one of those things that you, yeah, man, you just, you know, you don't know when it's going to hit you. You don't know why, you know, obviously Jeremy is getting ready to uh, have a huge win uh, for the home team with, uh, you know, marrying, you know, the love of his life and, you know, add a, another leg to your table to add it, you know, add stability. And that's super exciting. But at the same time, you're like, okay, I got all this stuff to deal with and, you know, normally I bend this person's ear or that person's ear or whatever. Now I got to Google it and I don't even know Jeeves. So I got to go ask him and it's just hard to, you know, really, but I, you know, I look forward to when I get to talk to my counselor and although this is a, a touchy subject and unfortunate show that we do, I really, really look forward to, to being here. And to all our brothers and sisters in arms, I am over the moon uh, with your dedication to this country and this all volunteer force. And uh, some gave all, all gave some. And to your to your friends and family, they're serving too. They're right there, shoulder to shoulder with you. My wife was with me um, and is still with me um, for 28 years, 17 moves, 13 deployments two children and a sweet ass retirement. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're doing it big and you know, it's, uh, you know, if you're dealing with something, it seems like a huge thing right now. And it's this boulder that you're, we used to call it hauling shit up a mountain. And you think I can't take one more step, but you can, you can do it. You might not be able to do it alone. So please don't be afraid to reach out to somebody. Find a tag team partner. Jump into a stable. Find a cool name. Uh, JT and I, we're rocking these Mission 22 t-shirts, uh, which is a, an organization that helps communities, 
helps veterans and helps their families. And a little bit of this t-shirt goes back to the community. Um, thank you to mission 22 for this. And, uh, they threw a bunch of stickers in as well. So, um, there's help out there. Please don't think you have to go it alone. Just like what Jeremy was saying, um, with the nine, eight, eight, um, like what JT was saying, you know, if you're a veteran or if you're in uniform, go check in with your, your first sergeant, your sergeant major, your senior enlisted advisor, uh, you know, go, swing on over to medical, go to the chaplain, do something. Um, if you're a veteran and you have that, my healthy app, my healthy vet app, there's a little red banner on it. Hit that red banner. You are instantly connected to someone who can help you. So plenty of help out there. And if you're not a, um, if you're not a veteran, the NAMI looking that up, the national association, um, of, you know, for support for uh, mental health. That's really freaking cool. So I was just looking that up while you were talking. So a uh, great yeah, resource. Yeah. Definitely take advantage of it. I thought he said the mommy at first. And I thought really quickly, nah. I'm like, Whoa, nah, me. <laughs> <laughs> national yeah. Alliance on mental illness. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're a nationwide agency. Um, they were how I first really found out about the peer movement and, um, the fact that there's support out there that doesn't necessarily have to come from professionals. It can just come from a community of people supporting each other. Um, not to say that they don't have professionals that volunteer with them, um, but they have a collection of resources that is invaluable. They have local um, agencies. They have a, something at your state level. They have something at your, most likely they have something uh, either in your county or our district or whatever it's called where you live. It's, um, there's usually something that goes down to like almost right down the street from you. And wow. they, they have like weekly meetings where you can get together and there's different types. There's the family, they have family meetings. They have ones for people to come in and get peer support. They have, um, all different kinds of things and e educational opportunities. Um, they do, uh, they help, they do a mental health first aid program, um, that's really good. It's just a wonderful agency. I encourage anyone to, to, to just go on to NAMI.org and take a look at them and look at the different options they have and try to find their, their local NAMI chapter. And, um, you know, even if you don't go, just knowing that that's there, knowing that the support is there is, is helpful. So I, well, I, I do and I think people. I think knowing that it's there is a good thing because you might not go, but what if you know somebody who could use it and having that, that, that knowledge that, Hey, I know where you can go to get some help. Cause uh, you know, not everybody's always comfortable talking to their friends and you can kind of, especially if you're good friends, you kind of can get a feel of like how people are feeling. So it might be one of those like, Hey man, you should check this out. It, Cause they might not want to open to you. So it might be something worth passing along. So it's always good to have those resources in your back pocket. So cool. interesting about the, the show this week, uh, you know, it's been a rough show for all three of us for different personal reasons going into this one. And like uh, Ellie Jair said, like, I was really looking forward to this one because I'm like, I kind of can get on here and vent a little. It's almost like it's not really happening because it's like out on YouTube, which is worse because everybody can see it. But I'm able to kind of get out more and say more than I usually do sitting around a house or whatever, even talking at work or on the phone with you guys. So it's just interesting how this has kind of become an outlet for me, too. Which when we started them, I was like, man, I'm good. I don't need this. Like, I'm really healthy. 
And then like we talked about last episode, I went into the VA and I'm like, all right, maybe I should answer these questions honestly. <laughs> well, that's when I found out like, oh shit, like I do suffer from depression. All right. Well, yeah, I have big time anxiety problems. Yeah. Yeah. I've suffered some, you know, trauma, probably definitely one recently and probably a lot more that I haven't uncovered yet. So even if you think you're the strong one, eh, you know, might help to just talk to somebody and yeah. when the doc asks, answer those questions uh, truthfully. Yeah. What, uh, like whenever you guys start, uh, feeling, you know, like for me, um, you know, something that Tiffany, who's, she's a counselor, something that she really helped me with. I, I had this repetitive behavior where I was absolutely obsessed about, um, and not in a good way about someone. And it was just, I was always <laughs> so concerned with what was going on to the point where I had upgraded. This person was living for free in the old Cabeza. Uh, I upgraded the internet package. The refrigerator was full, like, and, you know, recently served eviction notice. And I have freed up so much time and energy. And, you know, Tiffany was just like, hey, you need to replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts. So I talked to her and I said, hey, you know, I have an idea of <laughs> what I would, you know, replace that negative thought with. And she was like, don't be nasty. And I was like, what are you talking about? Well, that was on an episode <laughs> of the No Shave Man Cave. And uh, little did I know that they make these little stress balls made <laughs> out of a comment that I had made. I don't know if you can see this little light is kind of bright. Yep. But it looks like it's a booby. It looks yeah. like a booby. Figured. So, uh, yeah. So this is one of my positive thought replacements. But <laughs> you know, I'll go to. Uh, I'll you know, my mind will go to an arrest, a wrestling event, or a success that one of my sons has had, or something big that Tiffany has done. And you know, so that that's my personal coping mechanism. Um, what do you what What do you guys use or find? that uh, helps you kind of get out of your, your gerbil wheel with the lack of better terms. Uh, so mine is kind of, and, and it's ironic you mentioned this because there could be a podcast coming out about this soon, but mine's jumping into video games. Like I can just sit up here and throw on call of duty. And, and I say that cause it's the one that's easiest for me to just zone out and play uh, or like any, any game, but that's kind of like where I'm like, all right, like I've had a really bad day. I need to unwind, but I can pop on a video game as far yeah. as in the moment. Like ever since you told me to think about something positive thing, I've been using that a lot. Like, you know, even at work with some of the stuff I just went through, it's like, all right, this sucks. This sucks. Okay. But what doesn't suck is our podcast and our ideas for, you know, starting the woodworking stuff we want to do, like all the things we want to do. I'm like, all right, I'm going to replace this negative feelings and this bad stuff I have in my head with, all right. Yeah. I may have got, a demotion in quotation marks at work. However, I'm getting paid more money. So that's a good thing. Or, Hey, golly, I feel like a failure, but we've got 37,000 downloads on our podcast. That's two dudes chatting about, you know, so things like that kind of is what's keeping me even at work. Like I'll bring up like, you know, that's I'll be cool. sitting there and be like, all right, Hey Jared, how about so-and-so being hurt? You know, I'll just turn to talk about wrestling. <laughs> and I know he gets annoyed now that we work together too. Cause it's like, Jason, I'm really trying to work right here. 
yeah, I know, but what if we could make these cool tables? Or what if we could make a lamp that did this? And then you see him go, oh, that's a good idea. Let me Google it. Next thing you know, we spent 20 to 30 minutes at work Googling different ways to make lamps and tables and chairs. And we're going, man, we can maybe make a profit from this. But yeah, that's what I do. Is it, Same thing, right? And then a fun note on the uh, – Jeremy will appreciate this. I did not buy the booby for him. Amy listened to the episode and ordered that on her own as a joke and sent it to him. <laughs> so, oh my I did God, not do that. That's too funny. Her of all people. Yep. Oh, yep. my God. That's great. Yep. I love it. Way to go, Amy. <laughs> Good woman. Hang on to that one. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jerry? What, uh, what helps you kind of get over the hump? Yeah. So, coping skills. Um, I got a whole encyclopedia of them. Um, but yeah, the, the gaming thing is big. Um, so big. Uh, we are talking about starting a podcast um, focused on using gaming as a coping skill. Um, and we'll be talking about gaming uh, of all varieties, video games, tabletop gaming. Um, I, I'm in a weekly D&D session. Um board games, card games, you name it. Um, and other things that dealing with geek culture, comic books, movies, TV shows, what have you. Um, but I always want to, when we do this podcast, I want to keep in mind that it is about mental health. And one of the things I've thought about is that what games have helped me when I needed them the most. And there are certain games that I've turned to, like like Jason Call of Duty. For a while, that was my go-to, um, especially when I was feeling irritable or, or, or angry about something because you can get on and shoot people. Uh, that is not an endorsement to shoot people, please. Uh, <laughs> I have in no way and saying Call of Duty that. it is. Call of Duty it is. If you play a video game, that's good. Uh, if you have thoughts of actually shooting people, please seek help. <laughs> 988. Yeah, uh, or 911. Uh, <laughs> um, turn in your weapon. Yeah, please. Um, but yeah, video games is a big one. Um, I love a, a good role playing game where I can immerse myself into a character and into a story and just kind of lose myself. And um, the one thing about the, that, that there's a caveat to using video games is that, um, or any honestly coping skills, is that you can't hide from your own brain. Right. So a temporary relief is one thing, but you can't immerse yourself so much that you you think you can escape your mind. If you're if you, if you are having a hard time, it doesn't go away just because you distracted yourself for an hour or two. Um, so I've always tried to have some coping skills that I can use to help me deal with without, without escaping. Um, I do a lot of deep breathing. Um, I've been doing breathing exercises for years. Um, mindfulness is something that I'm intermittently working on. I, I, I pay for a, annually for an app, uh, that I barely use. <laughs> uh, it just has become another subscription that I pay for, um, which is not cool. Um, so I'm trying to work on mindfulness, um, being more aware of my surroundings, of myself, of my feelings, of my thoughts, of my, you know, and, and breathing is a big part of that, but there's more to it. Um, and music, music has always been a huge coping skill for me. Um, I'm a little weird with music though. Cause a lot of people he's, will put on, 
Go ahead. I'll say he's big into uh, jazz. He's Jeremy and country. Those are his two big music go-tos. Go. <laughs> uh, no, that was my dad. That was my dad. Um, no, uh, I- I'm a little odd when it comes to music and using it for coping because a lot of people will put on happy music when they're not feeling so great to help bring them up. Um, I tend to put on music that matches my current mood. It helps me get through it faster. So if I'm feeling angry, uh, heavy metal is my go-to. Heavy metal is my go-to when I'm calm. So, (laughs) and I accept the fact that that's a little weird. Um, But like, I will specifically pick out, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm a rock guy through and through, but I'll specifically pick out a song if I'm feeling sad, that's sad, that, that, and I, it helps me get through that emotion. And that's how I cope, but that isn't necessarily going to be the best thing for anybody. But I think we all have, have turned to music at some point in our life, but it's a, music's always been a constant for me from a way for me to cope with, with difficult times. Yeah. When, when you say mindfulness, what, what, um, you know, without Googling it, how, how would I, how, you know, how would you explain it to someone like, what does that mean exactly? I had just Hold opened on. a Hold tab. Hold on, got to Google browser. it. I was going to Google it. Uh, <laughs> so mindfulness to me is, um, it's being self-aware. Um, it's being able to focus on the moment. Because um, in a single moment, there isn't tomorrow, there isn't yesterday, there's just that moment. Um, so you can focus and pour your entire consciousness into that single moment. And it's a combination of breathing. It's a combination of thought exercises. Um, one of the hardest parts of mindfulness that I struggle with constantly because my ADHD brain is just not wired for it is the focusing part. Um, because you, you're, what they teach you is to focus on your breathing to start. Um, eventually you want to reach like a Zen like state where there's, you can actually blank your mind, just go blank, no thoughts, no, nothing, no distractions. That's almost impossible for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's, and that's why I say intermittently, it's one of those things that only really works if you do it consistently. Um, but they, to start mindfulness, it's just a matter of breathing. You do deep, deep breathing. So you breathe in. Um, I used to do, I think it was. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I forget which. I've done different ones. You can do like a four count. So breathe in for four, hold for two, 
exhale for four, hold for two, inhale for four, and repeat, repeat, repeat. Um, and give yourself at least a good five to ten breaths like that. So what I'm and, hearing is two, you kick out. <laughs> four, you break the hold. That's how I'm going to remember it. Okay, this is go. how that wrestling works. and mental health <laughs> they go together. Are connected. Tag me in, boss. Tag but me in. When you're doing those breathing exercises, your mind will start to wander. You'll start thinking about what's going on. You know. You'll hear a noise. It'll distract you. You'll think about what's going on at work. You'll think about what's going on at home and your brain will start to go that direction. So what you do is you just gently pull it back to the breathing. Like you said, like you're pulling, like you're holding the trunks trying to get a cheap. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I like that. I mean, that's what she said joke. So there's where (laughs) both our minds went. Yeah. I like the, um, you know, the distraction part, the, you know, if you're in, if you're in a, you're in a rut, you're trying to, you know, get into uh, a better, you know, better mood or better state of mind. Um, you know, I live vicariously through my sons or, or Tiffany. And, um, I used to come home and just rant for like 30 minutes. And now I get to listen to how Tiffany's day has gone or how, uh, Coden and Ryland, you know, how they're doing, uh, Coden just bought a house. So hearing about that and Ryland, he's getting ready to head off to college. So hearing about that, super excited to, you know, be, be in on the, you know, buy low, sell high element of their lives. And it's so freaking cool. And, you know, on top of, you know, replacing negative thoughts, um, that's kind of how I, you know, get through the, get through the, you know, the, the mood, I guess the, lack of better terms, but so for JT and Jeremy, so when you're playing video games, are you playing by yourself or you are, are you in a room? Do you, do you feel the engagement engaging with other people helps? Or if you're just like, Hey, I'm just here to mow people down. I, I don't have time to talk. Yeah. That's I'm a usually so question <laughs> yeah. for me. It, go ahead. Yeah, for me, like usually if it's Call of Duty up here, it's solo time. I'm got my door closed, the man caves lights on, do not disturb, and I got the TV spun up and I'm playing. But I, I've I've been on the opposite side. Like I'm sure Jeremy was about to say is like D and D and all that. You want people there, and it's more engaging. Um, and I think the escapism is a big thing, which I was going to bring it back into on wrestling too, because you mentioned that about games, how you get invested in these fantasy characters and you kind of live vicariously through them and, it, and it's an escape, but that's wrestling too. Right. So we talk yeah. about wrestling a lot and that's the biggest thing. I think like looking back on it is a big thing for me too, is being able to go, man, I'm like really invested on whether Cody Rhodes is going to win the title. So I'm living kind of vicariously through him or I didn't want to use an AEW reference. Cause I know you can't watch it, Jeremy, but you know, those kind of, <laughs> but like, you know, AEW is another thing. Like I watch and I'm like, Oh my God, like, how did they betray Kenny Omega? Like, what's he going to do? And all that living through that fantasy is part of wrestling. So I think as much as I've just always like, Oh, I just love wrestling. It's probably always been one of my escapes and one of my coping skills yeah. since I was little, you know, when my dad passed when I was really small. Cause if I look back, that's about when I started discovering wrestling and getting into wrestling. And that was the thing that, you know, when I would have sometimes those sad days, it'd be like, well, wrestling's on tonight. So I'll watch that or today. So, it's just when you said that, I mean, it sparked that memory with me. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I would look forward to um, 
you know, when I would get the Pro Wrestling Illustrated or the Wrestling Magazine, um, when I was a little bit younger, where my mom worked, she worked at a facility that supported um, adults that weren't able to live on their own. And I would go and visit her and I would just kind of hang out. And, you know, there were some guys and girls there that liked wrestling. And to the point where I would bring my magazines with me and we would sit and talk. And I was just a nine, 10 year old kid. And these were adults that couldn't live on their own for different, for different reasons. And it was, it was just, you know, that suspended belief that able to kind of shut your mind off of, you know, everything, the 360. And I could just live in that one degree and enjoy you know, kind of enjoy myself. And, you know, my parents got divorced when I was young and I was the youngest of the children. So my sister and I, we were sort of, you know, we were, you know, kind of off doing our own thing. And, you know, we always, I always had wrestling. She enjoyed it, not quite to the same level that I did. Um, But yeah, I, you know, even when the match ends kind of wonky and I still can't believe Cody didn't win the title. He should have won that title. It, it, I don't feel like wrestling lets me down. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, yeah, you, you, you really swerved me. I should have seen that coming. Now I'm going to like how JT Hill fantasy book (laughs) for the, for the rest of the year. And he might be right nine out of 10 times. And that one time kind of, you know, sharpens the skills. Okay. I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay attention to this, that, and the other a little bit differently. And, uh, you know, just watching the storylines develop, it's like, you know, some of the, um, soap operas or stories that our, our, uh, you know, our, our families used to watch who shot Jr. I'm, I gotta find out. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I just dig it. I think, you know, some people use exercise, which I think that's awesome. Um, some people use a diet or, a they're, they're really into thrills. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy a g- good, um, grind session. You know, I went, I was feeling a certain kind of way, uh, this weekend. I watched about an hour and a half of Vikingo matches <laughs> just to kind of get away and, uh, you know, know that I, I'm going to, I'm going to tackle what I'm dealing with tomorrow. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I dig it. So your, your, uh, mindfulness and the music, um, exercise diet. I think that's, I think that's freaking cool. So a quick shout out to, uh, Angela. She's on howdy girl. How are you? Hope uh, you're doing good. Fantasy sports corp just chimed in. How's it going guys? Me. Thank yeah. you. That was so, me responding. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. So I'm uh, watching the board. Pretty cool. Yep. So uh, you didn't really get to answer, Jeremy, like solo or together. How do you like to uh, pleasure yourself? I mean, play video games. (laughs) Don't go weird. (laughs) Hey, I got to throw some humor in here. Seriously, just tell me. (laughs) Seriously, send a video. No, I mean, uh, no. you know, we got to make it light because this is a heavy subject. So. Um, so for, for me, it, it depends on my mood. Um, 
we'll talk about this a bit on my podcast, but uh, our podcast. Um, the uh, I the social aspect because with gaming these days, it's uh, some of it is online. Um, the social aspect of it actually can intimidate me and cause me a lot of anxiety. So me too. I don't like if I do play with people the mic's not on the headset's not on i have no idea what they're talking about i'm just yeah and usually the only time i play with people is when it's a first person shooter um so i'll go into a lobby and i'll it'll form a party we go in and we shoot stuff together and then when we're done with whatever we're doing i go on and play with other people um actually like going on the and playing with like friends and stuff well jay and i used to do that actually way back when we had time yeah um we would play call of duty together and stuff like that um i'm hoping to get to play some diablo 4 uh with him next month hell yeah that comes out um oh, by the way Jer- jared i'm gonna have to take off a week uh june 1st oh wait i'll be in the academy never mind i'll play from the house <laughs> <laughs> just pass academy god damn it i will <laughs> sorry i didn't um, interrupt you go ahead jared yeah. it's cool um so i mean i guess it really depends on my mood um playing with strangers is i i have some aspects of my anxiety that that our social anxiety kind of triggers and playing online with strangers is intimidating to me so i don't do that as much but as far as like once upon a time yeah i would play games with my kids and stuff um they will live with their mother in north carolina now so i don't really get to see them but um so mostly it's by myself, usually. Um, yeah. The fiance is not into gaming at all. Uh, she will play Mario Kart on an, a rare once in a while, and that's about as much into gaming as she gets. Yeah. She's not even into being the board games. I keep trying to get her interested in, in the, the more the geekier board games, and nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned playing with um, you know playing with strangers or playing with your friends and stuff. My oldest son is really, um, really into uh, a couple of games, and um, he has made friends that he has kept since like 2010. Um, and and one of his buddies he keeps in touch with. They were there was a point where they lived like an hour away, and Coden's, Coden was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm gonna I'm making plans. I'm gonna go see my buddy." And he just messages them sort of out of the blue, like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm moving to to the middle of America. And he was just like, dude, I was getting ready to come see you. Um, and then that's how, uh, you know, he's kept in touch with some of his buddies when, you know, just us being stationed all over the place. That's how he's kept in touch with a lot of a lot of his friends that he made when we were stationed in in North Carolina. So I think that's um you know, it's both good and bad. Like, you know, if you're playing with strangers, you have a, a certain element of, no, I'm good. I'll just do, you know, I'm just going to do me. Or, you know, if you have a, a click that you get together with and, you know, you run home from school or work or, you know, skirt some responsibility to play for a couple hours. I think that's that's a that's a really cool, you know, kind of a, I don't know, a getaway almost where, um where you can just have some mindless fun and enjoy yourself. So that's pretty cool. I don't, I don't game. I like sports games, but not necessarily any of the, any of the other ones. So I think hearing you guys talk about it, I think that's pretty cool. My brother-in-law, Ken, he has a Warhammer table 
that is oh. next freaking level and um it's beautiful he he him and his uh family members made it and um it's fantastic so the the love and dedication that some of these some of the players put into um their craft next level i think that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah i was uh, i was gonna say you know it's funny because i've been sitting here thinking and we're talking and i'm like I really think that my gaming, I like to do alone because there's been times where like I'll see some of my other buddies online and I'm like, mm, I'm going to say I'm offline just so I can play without anybody else. Because yeah. I think sometimes I do just need that alone time. I need to not have anybody to like, hey, what's going on? I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to do anything. Just And yes, technically, I guess I'm grouped with people because I'm in Call of Duty and there's, you know, 60 people on if you're playing a you know ground war or something. And same thing with, with what Jeremy said. I, I got it muted. I don't listen. I just do my own thing and you know, maybe I'll rage at somebody because they're stupid, but I don't usually put a mic on or anything. It's just on the TV. Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting that in something that uh, Jeremy said earlier, I just wanted to touch on again, too. You'd said something about like, hey, you know, it's weird that you cope certain ways. I just want to make it clear, like, I don't think it's weird how anybody copes. Like, everybody's different. So, and this is for anybody listening, anybody who's going to listen in the future, whatever your coping mechanism is, as long as it's not unhealthy to you or the people around you do it. Like if it, if you think it's weird and you don't cope because you think it's weird, man, don't, don't think of it that way. Like cope the way you want to cope with things and, and help yourself the way you want to help yourself. If, you know, like I said, as long as you're not harming or hurting or doing something illegal or unhealthy for other people around you or yourself, I don't think there's anything weird about however anybody wants to take care of their mental health and cope with it. Right. This is true. You know, if your thing's yeah. drinking pickle juice when you're stressed out, go ahead and do it. Like whatever. Uh, it, oh yeah, Rob. that was a Rob thing, wasn't it? It was. That's yes. funny that that popped into my mind. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he when he lived with me, he would. Back. Oh my god, I remember that now. Yes, he would get the jar of pickles and he would drink all the pickle juice and leave the pickles in the jar to dry out. Yeah, Amy like, used to get so dude. pissed going to get pickles and there'd be no pickle juice in it. Yeah. Oh. I need a yeah, minute. I remember that. <laughs> I actually asked um, Angela about that uh, recently, and she said, he, "Yeah, he still did that Oof. when they were living together. She would go into the fridge to get a pickle, and and it was just dry because he drank all the pickle juice." Wow. I, he. I asked him one once about it, not earlier last year, actually. Uh, and he said, this, do you know the nutritional values of pickle juice? I was like, you don't do it for nutritional value. You're <laughs> yeah, addicted you're to pickle crap. juice. <laughs> you're addicted to pickle juice. Yeah. <laughs> That's your fetish, dude. Come on. Well, and it, It's like, you know, he once told me that, oh, I, I I learned to do it when I was driving for the trucks. And I'm like, no, you didn't, because you did it when you lived with me yeah. in my house. And this is when you were working at KFC. I'm like, yeah. so don't tell me you just started doing it yeah. for truck no, driving. He did, he did it with me. We were in our 20s yep. long, long, long yep. before he even thought he would ever become a truck driver. Yep. Yeah, it was it was it was an addiction. It was a bizarre addiction he developed to pickle juice. Hey, a lot of people like it though. Like he's not yeah. the only well, they, one. They have pickle flavored bourbons out now. Yeah, I was gonna say I, there's 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 pickle flavored alcohol out there. I I was, yep. saw a pickle flavored vodka recently. Yep, I saw a bourbon uh, the other day at the at the local store up in the corner. Think I could do a pickle flavored bourbon, but I might be able maybe, to do a pickle flavored. I could maybe vodka. do the vodka because you could make a. Uh, a Bloody Mary or something, but I was just thinking. In fact, I was thinking yeah. that when I saw it on a TikTok, 
I was like, that's that cool. would make a really good Bloody Mary. Yeah. So um, we, uh, so talking, you know, we've gotten to our coping skills. We've talked about like things that we want to do or don't want to do, whether we're in a, whether we go to a community or we're going to be doing, uh, just playing by yourself. Uh, don't make it weird. Do you, yeah. Don't make it weird. Shake it more than three times. You're playing with it. And, but the, is there a, do you feel that it's cyclic, whether it's the seasons or the time of year or a significant event or, um, you know, we, we come up on anniversaries that we celebrate or I'm about to celebrate my 30th freaking wedding anniversary. Um, do, do you think, you know, personally, do you feel that as you get closer to the holidays or closer to X date that you start, you start feeling and thinking a little bit harder, um, about the negatives or, you know, whatever. Um, Yes. And I do want to point out that the seasonal depression is a real thing. It's an, it's an actual disorder that you can you get diagnosed with. And there are people, the mood that actually flows with the seasons. Um, but I think for a lot of people, holidays can be hard. Um, very dark statistic is that around between the days between Christmas and New Year's are the highest uh, suicide uh, it's the highest time frame for suicides in the country, um, I, I believe globally, but definitely in the U.S. Yeah, I uh, used to hate working uh, Christmas that time frame because I can attest to that. Like we would go all year with no suicide calls. Christmas Day hit, and I'd get three or four a day from then to like I can attest to that on the military side for sure, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. in my in my field, we always and it's hard because we're. We're funded, well, not my current job, but in previous jobs, we were funded by the state. So when the state shuts down, we don't get paid. We shut down. So we're closed for like three or four days around Christmas and like two or three days around New Year's. And these are time frames when these people are very likely to go into crisis. Yeah. Um, It's when you're most needed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're most needed and you're you're not available. Yeah. My very first job in this field um, I worked for a community treatment um, for, for some of the worst, like the most difficult population to work with, the, the most challenging illnesses, really severe. And we manned a crisis line. And um, I want to say I actually was on the crisis line for Christmas. I was so scared because like, somebody's going to call me and they're going to be ready to, to end it. And thankfully, that never happened. Um, just got a drunk guy calling me. Um, yeah. I'll call um, you back a little bit later. Got to get a couple <laughs> drinks. <laughs> um, I'll be right back. Hold on. But that, yeah, that time frame is, is really hard for people. Um, a lot of people have a lot of trauma that, that, that is around the holidays. Um, they maybe experience loss around the, that time frame. Um, I know, at times it can be difficult for me because um, I, again, I don't have a great relationship with my sons. Um, they live with their mother and we don't really speak much and makes the holidays very tough for me because I really, that's when I really want to be able to see them and talk to them. And I can't. 
and it's it's a real big challenge for me and it's always a challenge when i'm in my work when i'm working with clients and like i always make sure they have crisis hotlines and you know contact phone numbers for family supports and things like that because it is definitely very difficult um and, and then there's the seasonal aspect of it when you get into the colder months things are it's darker longer people are tend to feel more feelings of depression during when this when the sun's not out much and um yeah it, it it's a real thing it's a scary thing yeah. um we and think you, you take you think the you know you take a, a a soldier sailor marine airman from hometown usa they enlist i enlisted from arizona moved to california didn't see my family a whole lot um you know and that's and i that's relatively close cuz you could end up in japan you could end up in italy you know you could end up on the other side of uh the country or, you know, whatever. So now you have that separation anxiety on top of all that. So definitely if you're, you know, dealing, dealing with any of that, find a network of people that are same minded, like-minded people. If, you know, for me, uh, J JT and I, we gravitated toward each other, uh, for various reasons. Was we that look a similar. Joke? No, oh. we look <laughs> similar. Uh, we like the same things. Um, and we just, we just hit it off and, you know, do, you know, whether it's, you're going to the gym on base or you're new in a, new in a city and you like Fords, um, you know, go find a car club, go find, you know, something to just connect yourself in, in a, in another way. And, um, you know, my wife is a, is a Jeeple. She's a Jeep people, Jeeple. And, they wave at each other. They, you know, they do different other. things. If they duck each other. Yeah. My wife's got ducks all over the day. Are you ducking me? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, there's different ways to connect. There's different ways to deal with things. Um, you know, like JT said, is whatever your coping mechanism is, you know, don't, you know, just don't put your own self at risk. Don't put others at risk. Don't put the community at risk. Just make yourself feel a little bit better. If it's going to get your going to get a pedicure, going to get a, you know, if you like to run, um, you know, you're, if you're here in Florida, you know, watch out for the alligators, but you can get out. There's uh, great water where, uh, you know, you see the kayakers and the boaters and all that stuff. So um, yeah, I'm man. I'm starting to feel a little stuff. attacked here because I talked to Jared today about trying to exercise more and he sure has brought up exercising a lot this show. So no, this is just, uh, <laughs> it just, just me. It's just a convenient topic. I need to, I need to work out more than you do. You're at least starting. I haven't yeah. even started yet. 10 pounds. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like, uh, and, and the reason we do this show is because we want to make sure people know that they're not alone. Um, just to, just to point out that, the demographics here, other than the fact that we're just three white dudes, which whatever, but you know, Jared was an officer in the Marine Corps. I was a, a non-commissioned officer in the air force and Jeremy's a civilian. So there's three spectrums of that kind of life where it affects us all, right? It's not just, Oh, it's only the airmen that suffer it, or it's only the, the grunts, or it's only the infantry. It's everybody. 
you know, I, I did not go and see a lot of stuff overseas, but I did have my own traumas working in the States, hurricane recoveries, those kind of things. Whereas, you know, other people have gone over and seen some horrific tragedy things over there. And, and it's everybody, everybody has their own story, like you said, and, and it's up to them to tell it. Just know that you're not alone. There are people out there, all all walks of life. Um, we have a friend who who also suffers from stuff. Who is not just a white dude with a beard, you know. So it's 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 everybody, and it affects everybody. Yeah. So just know that, like we said at the beginning, if you're in any kind of crisis, nine eight eight, call them up. And then there are there are several resources out there to help uh, and and get you you know help. Just talk to friends and family. Even that that can be a resource that people overlook. Find that friend that you're okay going, Hey, you got a minute to talk. I just, I got to get something off my chest and, you know, or that family member, you know, just, Hey, you know, honey, I just, I'm having a hard day. Can we talk? Or can you just listen? Not even talk. Can you just listen to me? Even if you're pretending to listen, just let me vent a little bit and get it off my chest. Yeah. So definitely, definitely things out there. Uh, and, and, you know, we're, we're getting ready to wrap this one up. So I want to make sure we touch back on that subject and, and the fact that there are things out there to get, uh, we appreciate every one of you, uh, listening, going to listen in the future. If you like this, um, kind of stuff, we, we do it every 22nd as we see it growing. Uh, I've kind of talked to Jared a little bit about it. We may increase it, not just be the 22nd, maybe the 11th and the 22nd. I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss that, but you know, it's, it's, a, it's a coping skill for me personally, and I, I do enjoy coming on here and talking about it. So before I do our, our standard outro, Jeremy, do you have anything you want to say or plug or give out your information if people want to follow you or talk to you? Uh, not yet, but there will be stuff to plug um, with the podcast. Um, it's going to be called Roll for Recovery. Um hopefully going live or not live not quite ready not quite to the point you guys are at <laughs> hey but we're doing live we'll right start. now surprise <laughs> true uh <laughs> we're we'll uh hopefully start recording in june sometime get the first episode out around mid-june and go from there um resource wise uh again 988 call if you need help you can call text or you can go online to, I always forget what it is. It's 988-Lifeline, I think. I always forget the actual it's a really website. loud keyboard. Yeah, it's a mechanical keyboard. <laughs> Jackhammer uh, keyboard. 988-Lifeline.org. Um, you can start a chat on there um, as well. Um, again, NAMI.org. Great resource for finding some place to meet with like-minded individuals in your community. And another thing I want to mention is um, social media can be a very toxic place for people with mental illness. Um, there is a social network site that's specifically designed for people with a variety of illnesses, mostly unseen illnesses, which includes mm-hmm. mental health. Um, it's called themighty.com. Um, I've been published a couple times in the past on there. Um, for some articles that I've written. Um, oh, yeah. I, that's cool, man. Congrats. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, that's really cool. It was a while ago, but yeah, I did get published. It's still um, happening. That's cool. I, uh, I encourage people to go check that out as an alternative to Facebook or Twitter or any of the toxic type stuff where you're not going to get 
100% support. You're going to get some support and then you're going to get a lot of negativity because mostly that's negativity. Just, that's social media. Yeah. Um, but the mighty doesn't have it has a zero tolerance policy for negative negativity. Um, you can get kicked off their network if you're not going to post anything positive. So it's a very healthy environment. I encourage people to check it out. They have all kinds of sub communities for mental illness, um, as well as other illnesses that if you're struggling with, uh, see that there's a huge com uh, endometriosis community on there, um, all kinds of stuff, cancer support, you name it. Cool. Um, and that's it. Uh, I don't have socials to plug. I'm uh, only on Facebook and, and it's hidden, so, but there will be role for recovery socials rolling out Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, all that stuff coming soon. And uh, I will absolutely be on here to plug that stuff when it's once it's live. Awesome. Well, speaking about socials, let's roll right into our socials. Uh, if you like this stuff, if you like wrestling, if you don't like wrestling and you want to tell us to shut up, cool. Follow us at No Shave Man Cave. Uh, yell and scream at us. Give us some of that negativity that Twitter likes to do. We prefer the positive. I tend to ignore the negative. Uh, replace it with positive thoughts. So if you guys, you guys suck, I might end lollipops at the end. I don't know. But, you know, we appreciate everybody. Uh, if uh, We appreciate Fantasy Sports Corps for letting us host this live on their network. Also, it's very important to us. It's one of the things they saw of ours that, that uh, intrigued them and, and got us hooked up with them. Yes, we're very knowledgeable about wrestling. We enjoy talking about wrestling. This is one that's close to our hearts. We appreciate it. So at No Shave Man Cave, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all those fun places. And uh, maybe we'll hook up with the Mighty. Maybe we'll see if we can set something up there. Just uh, I, I didn't know about them, so I'll look into that. And uh, our podcast is available wherever you get your podcast from, No Shave Man Cave. Uh, hit a like, subscribe. Subscribe to the Fantasy, Scorp Fantasy Sports Corp. Also, and uh, it's free. It doesn't cost you much. You just hit the subscribe button. Helps us out. Helps the algorithm. Tricks YouTube into thinking we actually know what we're talking about are good. We appreciate it all. And uh, if you're watching us on our No Shave Man Cave page, same thing. Hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. And uh, with that, thank you to everybody. I'm going to tag out to the man to Bump do his signature, signature and ending. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Our 35,000 plus downloads. Love each and every one of them. Can't get enough out there. Thank you so much to the Fantasy Sports Corp. To Mission 22 for the great shirts. They aren't the organ only organization out there helping veterans. So if you feel that you can help, reach out and do so. Until next time, friends, fam, nothing but love. Thank you so much to all of our brothers and sisters in arms. Thank you for your service. Some gave all and all gave some. So until next time, stay safe. Look out for yourselves, look out for each other, and we'll see you on the floor. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.